0: All right, we're back fifty years ago this week, the Mets went in the first place for the first time in franchise history. Remember you know, people don't realize the Mets were nine and a half games out in August. And then they went thirty nine and they won thirty nine of forty eight games to win a hundred games in the regular season. They went by the Cubs like they were standing still. Uh, they won a doubleheader for Montreal and stayed in first place for the rest of the year. Today at the uh, Iridium Club in New York City, Ed Crane, Pular and Ron Sipota will be appearing to talk 69 memories. The Mets made up 17 and a half games on the Cubs in a month and a half. Now, a lot of people felt the Cubs, playing day games then, no nights at Wrigley, played the same lineup Every day and they had a really good every a really good eight man team, but that they played the same lineup every day and wore down while the Mets were platooning, but more it was I think that the Mets just came of age and I think the Cubs got tired. I think they really did. So I think they did wear down, but I think the Mets just got hot, their pitching got hot, and everything clicked and they went on to not only uh Buried the Cubs, but they went on to bury the Braves with Henry Aaron. Henry Aaron hit a home run each of the games. And uh, and then, of course, they beat the great Oriole team. And that Oriole team went to the World Series three years in a row, lost in 69 to the Mets, won in 70 in the Robinson series against Cincinnati, and then lost in the Clemente series in seven games in 71. So they lost two of the three series in those three years, which is, you know, interesting for a team that was that dominant. Art Chamsky's one of the guys, and he had a brilliant postseason. He was one of the key positions that uh, Gil Hodges platooned at, that was a team that played great defense, got timely hits, and got a lot of contributions from a lot of people. Clendenin was key. Cleon Jones at 340. Uh, and, of course, Siva had a brilliant year. Uh, but they had a lot of people contribute on that team, and Art Chamsky was clearly one of them. And he joins us now. Art, welcome. How are you?
1: Hey, thanks, Mike. Uh, by the way, you were great this morning. Oh, thank the you. Department's breakfast. It was really a nice event. Yeah, it was. I, I, I've done
0: that every year since 9-11, and it was a lot of fun. It's a very good audience, and uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Um... What do you remember about sweeping in the first place?
1: Well, it was just an incredible time. And, you know, it it, it really was a matter of us. You know, people say, well, what happened? How did it all take place? And in my opinion, it was just the brilliance of Gil Hodges and the way he he managed the team, he managed by Phil, and he had everybody involved in the game. And he said it to us in spring training, and, Beginning of 69, he said, you guys are bigger are better than you you think you might be. You just got to find some ways to win games. And, and we knew how to lose close games. We didn't know how to win those close games. And, and it was really his genius as a manager that really got us going. And we found ways uh, to win every, every game, almost every series. And as you mentioned earlier, we were almost unbeatable from this point on in the season. And, and we beat a terrific Atlanta team in the playoffs. And of course the uh, Orioles had a great, team. great I, team. I have the distinction of making the last out of the only game we lost in the world series. So the, the if that means anything.
0: The opener. Yeah. Well, the you didn't make season. a lot of outs in the postseason. You hit five thirty. I mean, you didn't make ah, a lot thanks. of outs. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It was a, uh, it was a great time for me. I'm still in New York, as you mentioned earlier. We've got this really nice event at the Iridium Club tonight with Swoboda, myself, and Eddie Cranepool. And got a couple of these things lined up in the next month. We're at Tarrytown, September 20th. Well, you guys own
0: the town. People don't realize Mickey Mantle retired in March that year. You guys have been in ninth place the year before. The Yankees were not good. Uh, they had just lost Mantle, so now they have no real identity. And you guys come out of nowhere and go crazy. And not only take over the town, you took over the sports world. I mean, you guys were bigger than life late that season. Well, it's true. I, it, you know, it was,
1: I'm still here 50 years later. There's people that, that weren't even born know about that team from their parents and their grandparents. Absolutely. I mean,
0: it was unbelievable. I mean, I'm a Yankee fan, but I've everybody was was caught up in it. I mean, everyone watched every minute of it. It was amazing. You guys finished ninth the year before. You'd never had a winning season. Clearly things were changing with Siever and Kuzman, but is there a moment that year where you guys realized you were a good team?
1: Well, I, I think going into the season, finishing ninth, a half game out of last place in 68, nobody really thought we could go ahead and win a division and win a pennant in the World Series. But but again, Gil Hodges was a, was a terrific manager, and he made everybody feel like they were important on the team. And we just started to find ways to win every every game. You know, We had great pitching, of course, Seaver and Kuzman. Um, Gentry, Ryan, the McGraw, on and on, McAndrew. And we had timely hitting. But the thing that people don't remember is that we had great defense. We had really very good defensive face. team. Yep, Harrelson and Boswell-Weiss and AG in center field. And, and got teams. so
0: much out of the platoons. You know, Garrett and Charles at third, uh, Boswell uh, and Weiss at second, you and Swoboda. Uh, you know, you guys got so much out of your platoons everywhere. You know, and then Clendenin made a big difference on the team.
1: Absolutely, and the thing about it is that it didn't help our careers, that platooning because, as I mentioned, as you mentioned, I had a great playoff against Atlanta. I don't start the first game of the World Series, but I do bat in the ninth inning, and, and it didn't help us in our career-wise, but we bought into it because Gil was the kind of manager that, that explained to us it's best for the team, and, and it worked out terrific. And if you look at the, the years that the, that the platoon areas had, like myself and Sloboda and then third base, second base, and 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 first base, he got tremendous production. And, and I think that's really the legacy of that team where everybody is known because they contributed something, and that's the beauty of that team. And, and we're still 50 years later, Mike, just celebrating that team. It was such a great, iconic team. And all these things that are going on now, it's just a wonderful experience for me to be part of it.
0: Archansky uh, and Ron Sabo and Ed Cranville will be at the Iridium Club uh, uh, today. So uh, check it out. And again, uh, regaling with the uh, exploits of the 69 Mets, one of the great miracle teams in the history of professional sports. Uh, And, you know, people forget the Orioles, as hot as you guys were, the Orioles were heavy favorites in the World Series. I mean, they, Robinsons, uh, Brooks and Frank, Boog, Pal down the line, great pitchers, everything. And they beat Seaver in game one. 4-1, to one. you guys, you know, they probably were pretty cocky after game one in that series. There's
1: no doubt about it, and a lot of people thought we were going to lose four in a row, but here's the thing. Jerry Kuzman pitched a terrific game on Sunday. If we don't win that game, Yeah, a two-hitter, right? I
0: think a two-hitter or something. Yeah, Yeah,
1: he had a no-hitter for six innings, yep. and he pitched great, and uh, and all of a sudden we come back to New York 1-1. One and one. Then game three uh, with the great catches by yep. A.G. in center field. and. And uh, then game four with a great catch by Swoboda. I mean, a lot of things went our way, but the reality of it was it was a, a team effort and a, and a great team, and, and everybody contributed. And, I, you know, I really believe it's one of the most iconic teams in the history of
0: baseball. It is. And, you know, you had guys have some special years, too. Cleon Jones had an incredible year. I mean, people forget. Cleon P.L. Jones hit, played every day, hit three forty that year. And this yeah, is, is in the age in the of the National pitcher. League. He hit yeah. three forty.
1: He, he was great. And uh, Tommy made great plays in the outfield, Went off the— was yep. the leadoff hitter, hit 26 home runs, and and uh, again, you could say anything about uh, any player on that but team. Well, Clendenin
0: was a big key. He really was a catalyst when they got Clendenin, right? It made a big difference. Exactly.
1: That was in June, and and Don was some right-hand power, some experience, and one of the real terrific characters on that team in the locker room, and of course, Ed Charles was great, and uh, it was just a, a wonderful team, and fortunately, we've lost 10 guys from that wow. team, but wow. the nucleus is still around, and... And the reality of it is it's a team that lives on forever, and, and it's wonderful when, when people like yourself remember those things because they were so important.
0: Well, listen, enjoy today. Thanks. My pleasure, Art. Thank you. Art right, Chamsky, Mike. I can see Crane Pools for Boater and Chamsky at the Iridium Club. So that's happening today. Back after this. T-Mobile
1: has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours